The Twins hang on for a 6-5 win over the Rangers in Arlington. Lots to talk about on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. It's another happy Sunday for the Twins. It's July 10th. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker, with writer and reporter at Access Twins, Brandon Warren. He's got it. Tyler Duffy is his closer. Duffy made his moment sparkle in the ninth inning. If you want to make your moment sparkle with jewelry, go to BlueNile.com, Lockdown Sports listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKDOWN. That's code LOCKDOWN. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Brandon, welcome back. Twins get a winner here. They win one of three in Arlington. They go three and three on the week. What's your takeaway from the series finale? Well, first of all, nice segue from my little note to the first read. That was that was impressive. Thank you. I, Thank you. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, up anything about this series, team jumps ahead, gives back the lead, comes back. I mean, the first two games had a lot of parallels, and then this third one wasn't pretty but the twins did just enough to win it had a vibe early like it was going to be like a 17 14 nfl game and then things kind of calmed down later on but they made it interesting late Jawan duran gives up a home run which we see every now and then and tyler duffy goes in and gives up a hit but otherwise it's pretty solid but the twins are never short on drama and that was true today too but hey go into um you know the, the week Hopefully, uh, with some good baseball coming off a 3-3 road trip, I think that's okay. Twins have, by my count, 14 games until the trade deadline, which is incredible. That's into August, and 14 games will be into August of this season, which is pretty wild. It's moved along quickly. It's very long, but it's moved along quickly. Mm -hmm. Martin Buxton homers today. Ryan Jeffers homers today. Jose Miranda has another nice day at the plate. Brandon, the offense really showed up all road trip. Yeah, and different guys, different games. Ryan Jeffers is one of the major leagues leaders as far as differential in expected weighted on base average. And so it's just a stat cast statistic that basically says, Hey, you've hit the ball like this and your stats say this and the differential for Jeffers has been massive. And so to see him go get a couple big hits was huge. And Miranda, I mean, whatever, whatever that soft reset did for him that we've talked about has been incredible. He's stinging the baseball, Looks defensively competent at third. He's looked pretty solid at first base. He's the real deal. And I was on the, the side of saying, listen, I know he had a great year last year, but the Twins could find a way to move him, get some pitching. I'm not so sure right now. I'm on I'm on team Miguel Sano will still help this team this year, in air quotes, and I think you might be as well. But, oh, man, it's going to be hard to send somebody out when that time comes here in the next 18 days or so. We learned in the ninth inning, Luis Arise made his first All-Star game. Byron Buxton made his first All-Star game. We'll talk about both. Let's start with Buck. It's a long time coming. It's his first All-Star game. Signs the extension last offseason. It's been a weird year, and I think we've you know discussed that quite a bit. But he's an All-Star, Brandon. He has 23 home runs in the first half. It's hard not to look at Byron Buxton's first half and not on the injured list. 
he's going to the all-star game and not think it was just a, a big success. Yeah, people get tied up in the batting average, 215 on base, 295, but he's slugging 550. You don't slug 550 by accident, and you don't do it by accident when 65% of your hits are extra base hits. So it's it's clear that there's a difference in approach. I'm not sure how sustainable it is over the longer term or how much it's tied in the fact that he's not as nimble on the bases as you'd hope, whatever. I mean, he's still Byron Buxton at, 65 70% is still better than 90% or 95% of the rest of the big league position players. So what we've seen is just a fantastic, unique first half out of Buxton. And if he can get his, his knee right, I think we're in for a real treat down the stretch between him and Arise and, and even Correa, who I think might end up making the all-star game as a, a fill-in once guys kind of decline their, uh, Guardians, bad series against the Royals in Kansas City. Bad, bad week. week. Bad yeah. week. Yeah, bad week for the Guardians. Is it a five-and-a-half game lead now for the Twins over the Guardians? I believe it is. Well, see, we're, we're not very good with knowing the Twins' exact record at any given moment, 48. <laughs> yes. And 40. Uh, Cleveland, 41 in division, over 500. And it's a four-and-a-half game lead. And right now, the Baltimore Orioles would actually be ahead of both the oh they'd be in virtual tie with the Guardians and ahead of the White Sox. What wow. a country, man! What a world that yeah, that have team a year. is unreal. Have a year to both the White Sox and the Orioles, right? In yeah. different ways. Reese Walters having, says, "Yeah." Well, they're both having last year's twin season in some respects. Yep. Reese Walters says Duran looks like he's dealing with some fatigue. Any concern? I will say, Brandon, that ball probably should have been caught in left field, and if it's not caught probably a double off the wall yeah. but drawn gives up a run yesterday some hard contact today what do you think about uh reese's comment here it's possible i think he probably won't pitch in the first game of the upcoming series and who knows how far they'll back him off but the all-star break is going to come at a really good time for him to you know just take i think the twins get an extra day off because of a concert someplace. I think I was, <laughs> I think I heard Dick Bramer say the ludicrous concert or something like that. It was a, it was definitely an act that I'm sure Dick Bramer's not familiar with, but that extra day of rest will be good for not only Byron, but all-star break, but Duran and a lot of guys who have some nicks and dings. So I think Duran is okay. I don't think it's anything more than maybe just a little fatigue, but when you throw the ball that hard, you have to be managed a little differently unless you're, you know, Araldis Chapman, who even this year has missed time on the IL. So I think there's something to be said about what Reese says in terms of fatigue, but it's coming at a time where they can back off a little bit. Luis Arise is an all-star, Brandon. Before we talk about Louis, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Bet online is where the game starts. So Luis Arise, to me, unanimous team MVP here in the first half. Rewarded. He's going to the All-Star game. And Brandon, we've talked about him quite a bit because it's been such an incredible first half, but it's an awesome moment for him to be an All-Star. And just what a personality, what a character, what what a guy. You know, it came out recently in The Athletic that he's been sponsoring gift cards to players in, I think it's Wichita, uh, Ramon Borrego is the the manager down there. And so like everything you hear about Luis Arise checks off the boxes of what you'd like to have representing your team, your town, your fan base, whatever. But what an impressive first half of the season for him, hitting everything in sight, 
multi-hit games abound. I, I think he went 0 for 5 today, but he'll probably follow it up with a 3 for 5 or a 4 for 5 next time out because that's just what the guy does. And I mean to tell you, he's just he's been so entertaining in this era of baseball of power and strikeouts. You know, the the Byron Buxton special is um he's just he's a throwback. He's he's completely different. I don't like when people compare him to Rod Carew. I don't like when they compare him to Tony Gwynn because those <laughs> guys are all timers. But but he's just Luis Arise. He doesn't have to be anybody else. And that's a freaking good ball player, man. It will never not be amazing to me having a rise bat first and Buxton batting second. I know Correa's hit second here uh, yeah. as of late, but like the, the difference in style is just so interesting. Left-handed hitter, right-handed hitter, power heavy, swing and miss, contact oriented. It's incredible. I do want to bring this up. So I'm going to take a screenshot here of the remaining month schedule for the Twins because I think this is wild. I mean, I don't well, think you can but, find this. And yeah, while you're ahead. doing that, I did a little back of the napkin math. So the Twins are plus 50 run differential. Do you have a guess what the rest of the division is combined? I'm going to go minus 90. Combined? Oh, combined minus 140. 245 oh minus 245. That's the Royals incredible. by themselves are minus 109. The Tigers by themselves are minus 90. So the wow. Tigers were doing all the work of that minus 90 that you guessed. Meanwhile, you look at wow. the AL East and four teams are above zero Yankees, almost 200 plus. That's just incredible. Unbelievable. Let's look at the schedule here. If you're watching on YouTube, if not, we'll tell you brewers for two at home and four against the white Sox, And then the all-star break at tigers for two day off at brewers for two day off at Padres for three. So a lot of white, a lot of days off here on the schedule for the twins. It should be interesting. Brandon, the, White Sox, yes, they've won two in a row, but they split at home with the Tigers. The Sox have been not good at home this year, and they're just still kind of treading water below 500. And that'll be a big four-game set, though, next weekend. Good news, Twins will not see Corbin Burns or Brandon Woodruff this week against the Brewers at home. Yeah, they'll see, what is it, Aaron Ashby and Alexander, I think? or yep. I'm not sure. It, I mean, you're still going to have to show up in the way that we've seen the Twins this season. They've crushed guys like Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. And then they come out and struggle against guys that you or I may have heard of, but definitely don't know their four pitch mix or anything. So, yeah, White Sox, six games under 500 at home. It's just, it's not home sweet home on the south side. So, we'll see if that holds true when they come to Target Field here. But I'm always curious how the Twins handle the Brewers. It's just such a fun contrast that teams are that close, but they don't play all that often. And it's still kind of a rivalry, but kind of not. And it's only two games, so it's a real quick in-and-out series. And like you said, all that white on the schedule is going to come into favor for the Twins. Huge, because through, I think they have 88 games played, and I want to say that's the most across all MLB. So they've richly earned those days off. And I tell you what, it's going to be huge for the stretch run. Twins are 48-40. and 40. It's a happy flight back home. They get a day off tomorrow, and then six games on a little homestand before the all-star break. Brandon, thank you so much, sir. We will talk again this week. The Twins salvage a game in Texas, and they're still in first place. They've been in first place since, I think, late April, since the Buxton walk-off. So uh, they've held on for a long time. And at this point, if they don't hold on, it'll be disappointing. Mm -hmm. So officially into that territory. Brandon, thank you, sir. We'll talk soon.